Social Media Serenity Podcast, episode number 74. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to give you a brand new episode of awesomeness when it comes to the world of social media and how we can build effective, real relationships and also build a brand online at the same time. And not to mention the fact that we have a very huge, gigantic, big announcement that you definitely want to stick around for the episode end of the episode to hear. And it has everything to do with the future of this show and whether or not you're going to get any more episodes. Ha! But, How's that but, for a cliffhanger? Yeah. But first... But first... Here's what's happening in your area. <laughs> hey, Eric, it is, uh, it is a big news day here for... Um, Social media serenity, and of course, as it would be here uh, lately, it's I've got tons of Facebook stuff to share. Yeah, they seem to be pretty busy. They are very busy. It's it's almost as though they had this like influx of cash, and and now they're poised to do all kinds of uh, new things. Interesting. Yes, I agree. Not all new things we know, however, with Facebook, are good things. And I don't know, is, is this, I, I don't know if this is a politically incorrect thing for me to say, um, but I'm going to say it and, and, and I'll probably, you know, unfortunately get the emails afterwards. But is it me but, or is Facebook a little schizophrenic? Um, or, I don't, or maybe that's not the right word. Are they, are they little wishy-washy? Are, are they, do they not think things through? Okay. Yeah, um, you you know what they they give and then they take away. Is that what you're saying? They they do they they come or up they, with an idea, they run with it without thinking. You know, oh, let's think about what the reaction to this might be. Right, <laughs> and instead they just they just throw something out there. Like, by the way, hmm, how do you like this? Over the weekend, Eric, your address and mobile phone number could have been given to app developer facebook app developers well i mean they didn't call me so (laughs) no i yeah that's that's interesting and that kind of and that actually goes back to you know do i have my phone number on my facebook account actually i don't i don't think i think i might have my cell phone on there uh but i I do i don't know if i do or not but uh i think if i do you know i think i do uh, but I think I have it set to only share with my friends. But of course, I've got lots of friends too. But you have lots of friends, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> exactly. So, but but here's the situation. Uh, what happened was Facebook decided this weekend, uh, and I love what they come back with. It's funny, a test program for the weekend. Uh, <laughs> but they decided over the weekend to turn it uh, turn on the option to allow app developers to have access to your address. I'm I'm we're talking your physical home address and your mobile phone number when you actually sign up for an application. So you know how um, you go in and, and it's like, hey, I want to add this application and have per, that provides me this functionality and says, hey, do you, you know, hey, we would like access to this, 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 and this. 
Click here to confirm. You know, and, and what do most people do? Do they read all of that? No. Come on. No. So what you're doing is you're saying, yeah, I, I just, come on, dude, I just want Farmville. Give it to me. Right? And so what happens is over the weekend, if you would have pushed that button, your home address and mobile phone number would have been then sent over to that third-party Facebook app developer. Yeah, not good. Folks, let me tell you, do not put your personal information that you don't want made available to the world publicly anywhere on your Facebook account. That is my recommendation. Yeah, I think that's the line that we we had talked about, you know, where's this line that you draw? I think for me, that's what it is, is if there's something you don't want everybody in the world to know, then you wall it off to a certain degree. And, and the people that need to have that piece of information, you have some other way to give it to them and they don't need to find it on Facebook to get a hold of you with that contact piece of information. Exactly. So. Exactly. And so, of course, the follow-up story is Facebook halts phone and address uh, sharing for now. And this, <laughs> by the way, this is a spokesman for Facebook. This is what they said. On Friday, we expanded the information you are able to share with external websites and applications to include your address and mobile phone number. Over the weekend, we got some useful feedback that we could <laughs> that we could make people more clearly aware of when they are granting access to this data. We agree, and we are making changes to help ensure that only that you only share this information when you intend to do so. We'll be working to launch these updates as soon as possible and we'll be temporarily disabling this feature until those changes are ready. Hmm. I don't know about you, but uh, I, I just happen to have a, a very bad feeling for all of those young folks out there or or maybe even some of the just regular ordinary folks out there that that have their, I, I mean, is the, I, I didn't even know there was a place to put your address. Is there a place to put my address? I don't know. I know I didn't put it in there. I know that I don't want people to know that for sure because that's yeah, stalker Jan- material. Jonathan says there is a difference between your home address and uh, which is in the home address field. Same applies to birth date, phone number. Yeah, the thing is, is I, I'm just saying if if there's any information that you don't want publicly searchable by Google and available for every single person on the face of this planet to have access to. My recommendation, regardless of what your privacy settings are, don't put it on your Facebook profile. Yeah. And I would say that about photos. I would say that about all the other things. If you don't want it publicly available, don't put it on there. Because even if it wasn't Facebook was totally messing you up, here's the thing. What if what if you let's let's talk about let's talk about um, a 27 year old female in college. Okay. And she's got pictures of her at all these wild parties. And not only that, but, you know, she's got her home address on there. She's got her phone number. She's got all these other things that are all on her profile. And she only shares them with her closest friends. And she decides to go out on a date with this guy that happens to be her best for, her best friend's ex-boyfriend. Although she finds out later that that wasn't 
her best friend's ex-boyfriend because they had gotten back together and now she finds out that whatever the case may be and now this best friend is no longer a best friend and is going to do anything and everything to spite you and now she's going to go out and do a screen grab or pull down all this information and she's going to make it publicly available and put it on a YouTube video and tell you how much you suck. Frenemies, yeah. Frenemies. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I don't know. I, I just say, listen, don't put the stuff online if you don't want it made available to the world. Because if Facebook doesn't give it away just because of, on a on a some weekend they decide to turn something on that you thought was private, but then never would be shared with anybody else. All of a sudden, because you clicked a button, you didn't read what you were doing. Guess what? You just gave all that information away to a third party app developer. And I'll tell you what. I don't know about you, Eric. But uh, there's not a real high bar of what it takes to become a third-party app developer. And I don't know if you know this, but you and I, either one of us, could become an app developer within the next 25 minutes. And we I think could, I am. I think I am one. I think I, I am. And I've got several quote-unquote apps and, uh, you know, and keys and all that other stuff. And, and, and I could go in and program it and say, hey, if you want to connect with this, 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 and this, give me your address and phone number. And then I and and now of course there are terms of service of course as a that I agree to as a third party Facebook app developer that says I will never sell that right right do we think that all people are honest out there in the world of online web and marketing and all that other junk no well it wouldn't even have to be that they didn't sell the information they could just use it to market to you when you didn't give permission to do so. And, and, you know, and, and of course marketing, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's a hassle, right? But forget about marketing. What, what about just, just people who are doing it for even worse reasons? You mean like spam or stalking or, I mean, think about this. Okay. Let's just say you allow your university. Okay. Let's just say you're a 27 year old female in college. Okay. Okay. All right. This, uh, this I'm is, pretending. Uh, all right. So you're a 27 year old female. You're in college, and you allow your college to put your your f- photo of you on a online directory that is only available to other students in your college via okay. username and password. All right. So that's I'm pretty following. secure. You would yeah. never want a photo of yourself as a 20, let's just say you're a 27-year-old female in college that you would never publicly want to put a photo of yourself online, and especially not kind of tying you to what dorm you are in and, and all this other stuff right? and, and stuff like that. So, you just don't want stalkers. You don't want to call attention to yourself. But yeah, you know, I, you know I'm going to, you know what, I go to Harvard. I trust my school. And yeah, I don't mind having my, my, my photo on the directory. Yeah, it's there. Well, guess what? What happens if one day some kid creates a website where all of a sudden he steals all the phone photos of all these uh, directories that are password protected or not, um, and then all of a sudden puts a, 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 a website together where all of a sudden everybody in your college can take your photo up against a randomly generated other female photo and then choose who's hotter than the other person? And then, like, what if in the future from that, they made a movie about how this guy then took that idea and created Facebook? I don't know about you, but it sounds to me like this might possibly be the type of company that we're giving our information to. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just, you know, stretching that a little bit. 
Well, I, I think the key thing here is, is is you can't trust the organization to be in charge of your privacy. You have to be in charge of your privacy. I think that we should. That's exactly right. Even like, for example, with face mash and what Mark Zuckerberg did, um, you at Harvard, you know, in some instances, there were no passwords. And in, in other instances, it was very difficult for him to get the information. But here's the deal. Even though they went, in some circumstances, they went through great measures to keep people out from being able to get that. In one evening, he was able to get it all. Right. And so what I'm saying, folks, is that if you don't want your information to be shared publicly to the world, <laughs> whoever it is, some some college kid sitting in his dorm, you know, uh, then, yeah, don't put the stuff online if you don't want it out there. I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, my philosophy is that if you put it on Facebook, I don't care who your friends are, what your privacy, it is publicly available to the world. That's the, and, and I've said that many times, and I, I'll continue to say it every time something like this comes up. Anyway, I, I agree. Did you uh, read about Facebook's ad revenue last year? It's interesting. One point eight six billion with a b dollars in 2010 and that does not include any of their other revenue that comes in yeah and facebook is less than seven years old that's crazy it's crazy all right so what else is going on in the world of facebook since we're talking about facebook um well speaking of other facebook and phone numbers um they've released what is called the mobile app for feature phones which means it is a facebook app for non-smartphones or dumb phones as some people call them um and it's a it's a zero dot facebook.com site so that they can go to to use that mobile app so i you know i I think that's going to open up a lot more people using facebook on their mobile phones the people that felt they couldn't or technically couldn't up till this point and now can. Yeah. Um, so, so I guess what we're talking about, I, I, like the, I guess the Motorola, Motorola razor that remember that phone, that, right. that would be a feature phone. Yeah. Um, what are some other feature phones out there? Basically any of those ones that are like candy bar phones or flip phones that are not, you know, anything that's not an Android or an iPhone basically. Now, do we know if it's if it's across the board or is it just with Nokia? Because like Nokia has a different uh, operating system on their feature phones than, let's say, um, I don't know, name another one, LG or or all these other, you know, um, oh gosh, I don't know, Qualcomm or whatever. I don't know what all the devices are out there anymore. But is, I mean, do we know if the feature phone? Do we know what feature phones are getting this, or <clears throat> are they writing it in a way that makes it available for all of them? Um, I think, yeah, from what it's saying, they've got 14 different mobile operators. Oh, okay. So it's, and that it's going to be available during the first 90 days after they, after they they launch. So cool. So it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's coming. I don't know that it's out there just yet, but, uh, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to use a dumb phone to tide you over till summer when, we see what the new smartphone on the block comes out to be, which is what I'm waiting for. Um, what do you have now? Right now, I am still using my iPhone 3G. Okay. Which is surprisingly still working very well. And uh, 
is and the, and the thing is is that uh, my contract will be up in August, so I'm kind of biding my time on the whole. Last year they did the they they let you renew earlier without any you know problems. Mm-hmm. So I'm waiting to see what happens with the whole iPhone five this coming yeah. summer. <clears throat> I want to see what it is. I want to see what the option is as far as Verizon goes um, I, and weigh them out both one on the other because we still don't have 3G coverage here where I am for AT&T, mm-hmm. but we do have 3G coverage here for Verizon. Right. And so it's it's going to come down to, all right, I see what the options are at that time and I'll take the plunge whichever way I need to go. Yeah. If, if I didn't have, <clears throat> excuse me, if I did not have... AT&T 3G coverage in my area, but Verizon was, there's no doubt in my mind, I'd wait until the contract expires in August and go over to Verizon. Even yeah. even though you couldn't do the uh, the data call, data and phone call at the same time. That right. Would, just the ability to do 3G, <laughs> you know, yeah. 90% of the other time, 95% or even 98% of the other times, uh, that would that would be enough for me. Now, a lot of the time I'm, I am using Wi-Fi at home or at work, but, and I don't do a lot of data while calling stuff, but, and, and AT&T is supposed to have 3G come out here sometime in this next chunk of months this year. So who knows, but I'm, I'm, I'll wait. I want to, I'm definitely going to want the, here's the thing I've learned with Apple. You always want to wait and get the best possible hardware at the last possible second before it goes obsolete. Yeah. So that's that's my main concern. Right. So very cool. Anyway. Well, uh, so I, did we talk about last week that MySpace was laying off? What was it? Fifty percent of their employees? No, we did not mention that. We didn't. So uh, basically, I think uh, I, I can't imagine that my I can't imagine how MySpace has even remained as as much as it has. Uh, up until this point, um, I, I feel very bad for the for those employees that yeah, forty seven percent yeah. So it, uh, you know, I, f- I hope that they'll find uh, new work and hopefully in, in a company that that has a future. Uh, which I don't think um, MySpace has a future. I know that they're still holding on to the artist community, especially when it comes to musicians. Uh, but with five hundred, or I'm sorry, no, no, no. I just saw, heard recently six hundred million. Did you hear about that? 600 million now on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. With 600 million people on Facebook, I don't think the bands are going to be hanging on to MySpace too much longer. No. Especially. I mean, create a Facebook fan page. Yep. And uh, there are applications now being made that help you to <clears throat> use your fan page or your artist page or whatever community page, whatever they call them these days on Facebook. Uh, that will allow you to do things. In fact, uh, one of those uh, new services out there, have you heard about FanBridge? I had not. I, I've seen a little bit about it, but it's somewhat new to me. Yeah, so if you go to Fan... It's, I'm sorry, it's FanBridge, F-A-N-B-R-I-D-G-E uh, dot com, I believe. I'm looking for it right here. Uh, let's see if this links... Yes, FanBridge.com. And what it does is it allows artists to create a service here where they can track their fans, keep their fans engaged, and and do all kinds of other things. And uh, it has integration for Twitter and Facebook. And from what I understand, um, and I haven't you know read up on the entire thing, but from what I understand, is they're really working to push you know heavy integration of being able to do a lot of the stuff that you've been able to do on MySpace and bring that into 
the Facebook environment where, well, let's just face it, where everybody's at. Right. So I'm surprised Facebook, with all their innovations and all their updates and stuff like that, that they just haven't done something for this community because it's a huge community. And it would be, I mean, it literally, I think people are, you know, they're they're just waiting for the functionality and the ability to put all their albums online and, and make people purchase it. And gosh, Facebook could... Do you know how much money Facebook could make just from percentage of sales of, you know, digital MP3 downloads? Oh, for sure. I think so. I think the reason maybe they haven't moved on it is because they've already kind of considered MySpace to not be a competitor anymore. Yeah, but still, I mean, and I mean, yeah, but to 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 really gear up and do, you know, media rich fan pages for, you know, artistic communities they they would kill facebook and or sorry facebook would kill myspace and i think that's what we're seeing right so i would love to see facebook uh, you know kind of incorporate podcasting in the way that uh, apple did back in uh, 2006 oh yeah that would be awesome or i think it was 2005 2005 yeah 2005 but uh it would be cool if if all of a sudden facebook had you know a, a podcasting directory and and podcasters could have their podcast pages and, and stuff like that. It'd be cool. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, let's see. Moving along. Um, do, 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 what do we got? Clout scores. Did you, Tell me. So last week we talked about, a couple weeks we've talked about clout. And, yeah, uh, we talked last week. We actually live checked our scores and even disconnected Facebook yep. from them to see, you know, if that made any difference. Now, I know that you midway through the week or later... Um, saw that it went down. Is that right? Yeah. I, mine, I go ahead. Yeah, mine never went up or down. Really? And I left my Facebook unconnected, and it didn't make any change at all. Huh. Well, here's the thing. I think when we talked last week, I was where I, was I at a fifty three. I think so. I was at a fifty three clout score last week. I disconnected my Facebook fan page or fan disconnected my Facebook account altogether. Uh, I dropped down to 42, like within two days. I, oh, wow. I, I dropped down to 42. I went and reactivated my Facebook account, and today I'm back to 56, and you and I are right up there next to each other. Okay, you want to know something funny is I just logged into mine and uh, saw that I was still at 56, so I set, so decided to reconnect my Facebook, and it just jumped to 60. <laughs> so anyway i am so, i'm hitting whatever. refresh so let me see if it if it shows you live it did that was man it, it was live so yeah dude you just bumped up four just by doing your <clears throat> so you have more clout than me man yeah but it's not all about that and uh i put a link to a uh an article by uh chris penn one of the guys that uh started PodCamp boston and uh he he has an article not really about I mean, he still says, you know, hey, it's controversial, cloud is. But there is one thing that it's kind of good for that he's at least found use for. And that's what it's all about. Don't don't go, you know, telling me one thing's better than the other. In the long run, it's all these all these tools, it's all about which tools are best for you, you know? So anyway, he's saying clout works really well for him to weed out the you know spammers and the robots and the bots and all that kind of stuff because he can tell which ones they're usually between you know they're they're 15 or lower cloud mm -hmm. score because of certain actions that they take 
And uh, anyway, you read through the article and, and, it, and it, what he's saying makes sense. And it's not, and I'm, and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense, but I don't go out of my way to trim out the people that are following me, you know, and, and, you know, block them for spam unless they are literally spamming me. You know what I mean? Right. Do you, do you do that? I mean, you don't go after. Um, there are, there are random occasions where I will actually look at the, you know, I'll click on who's following me just to see who's recently followed me. See if there's somebody that I should be following back. And if I see some kind of username that, to be honest with you, I, I don't even want to be associated with me. Uh, like, I, I don't, I, you can imagine some pretty yeah, weird. Yeah, that's true. You can imagine some weird usernames. And of course, their, you know, their profile avatars may be unappealing. Um, and, and, you know, some people actually may come and check out my profile, click on to find out who's following me. And they see the list of people that follow me. And if they see, you know, that that all of a sudden there's all these adult film stars mm-hmm. <laughs> following me, then it's like, wait, who's this guy attracting? Uh, so, I mean, I don't know if that's really going to be what people think. But still, yeah, I, I go in and I, I, I weed some of those people out. But I, I don't make a habit to doing that. Yeah, you don't, you're not doing it on a regular basis. And you're only looking, you only do anything about it when you happen to look just to see who who knew has followed you. To see who to interact with. Right. Yeah. So, but you're not going out of your way. And that, and that's what I'm saying is like, I would rather use the tool to interact with people than to use it as a, a monitoring. Oh my gosh, who's following me? I'm going to be so nitpicky about it, but which I'm, I'm not saying that's what Chris has a lot of followers. So rightfully so he should do that. Right. So, yeah. So there you go, my friends. Uh, yeah. Um, clout. And uh, that's that's what's going on over there. I think we'll leave Cloud alone for a while. I, I think we will. I, I'm done with Cloud for a while. I'm I'm not even going to bother with it for you know quite some time. I I do want to say though. I think it, that in the future we're going to hear more about Cloud, and I think it's going to uh, for some reason, unfortunately, it's going to rise to even more relevance. So it it probably won't be the last we talk about it. But no, it won't. I can assure you that at least for the next two three weeks, we're going to lay off. All right, so moving forward, um, let's talk about, uh, remember, was it episode 50 we did of uh, Social Media Serenity, and we had talked about Ning communities versus Buddy Press communities. Right. All right, so uh, what happened was I, was I was kind of not happy with, you know, running the online forum that I had over at gspn.tv slash forum. And I wanted a little bit more of a, 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 a little bit more of a rich visual experience robust. and robust experience of connecting people in the gspn.tv community with one another. And uh, some friends of mine had switched over to BuddyPress, and I saw that, and it's like uh, all the work that's required in configuring that, keeping it up to date, and and uh, just getting it to the place where Ning had already been for years. Um, it just didn't seem appealing to me. And so um, I, I may, I actually have been researching this ever since we did episode 50. So that was, uh, well, uh, twenty at least 24 weeks ago. Yeah. So it's been a while that I've been thinking about it. And uh, within the last week and a half, I finally pulled the trigger. And we have now officially launched gspncommunity.com. Yay! Yay! That's the 
insert insert sound effect here insert sound effect here so what did you think what tell me uh you've been on this for well, uh, yeah. a couple uh, more than a week now I, i've been on the inside of this for a while and um i have to say i love it i think it's a lot better i haven't had as much time well i guess you could say as of late i'm spending as much time as i was on the first one or the the previous version as i am on this one but not for lack of uh enthusiasm about it it's been more of a time issue but i gotta say i when i'm doing stuff on the new page i love it it's so much easier to use it's so much easier to uh navigate and it's just more visually stimulating and easier to just interact and see what's going on where right so awesome i'm glad to hear that yeah I, i think it's a great move Awesome. And what what I love about it, of course, you, you in the show notes, you were going to ask, you know, why? Okay, so what, what finally, why did I make the decision for Ning? And I've, I've got a couple things. Number one, uh, obviously today, for those who are joining us live as, as we're recording this today, uh, a lot of f- people are, are very familiar with the fact that uh, for the last seven days, and especially today, in a very big way, I'm experiencing some very big issues with my shared hosting account. Even with Bluehost, a, a company that I, I I actually do have a lot of admiration for and stuff like that, and 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 my blood pressure is not through the roof right now. Yeah, it couldn't be at a worse time for <laughs> my site to be down on a Thursday right. all day long. Uh, but you know what? I I recognize with shared hosting what I what I got into, and and at the price point for which I paid, I understand it. Um, and so I I'm I I'm dealing with it though. You know, and, and the other thing is, is a lot of people say, you know, well, gosh, Cliff, maybe your site's down because, well, uh, you're you're just outgrowing the, the amount of traffic that you're sent to the site. I've confirmed with uh, Bluehost that, no, it's not my tri- that's not my site. There's a system-wide glitch that they're working on, and they've been dealing with it for the last couple of days, and they're they're working on it. Um, and, and I just recognize this, they, they don't have the redundant backup, you know, you know, with my site spread across a ton of different servers in the cloud that, that they can easily dynamically switch to when one's down. I mean, I know exactly what I signed up for and I'm getting the results of what I signed up for. And unfortunately, uh, even though my traffic is not shutting down my servers there, I have, I do believe I've outgrown shared hosting just because of the fact that, you know, even if, if even if my Bluehost shared hosting account was down for, let's say, 15 minutes once every three to five weeks, that 15 minutes could criti- could potentially cost me a great deal of money, especially when it comes to my podcast consulting and digital product sales site. Oh, yeah, definitely. So 15 minutes could end up costing me potentially a lot of money. So, you know, here's the deal. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to upgrade probably to either a virtual private server or a dedicated server and I'm not looking forward to that. I'm definitely not looking forward to the, you know, the increased costs and and all the other stuff. But uh that is one of the reasons why, you know, and of course I switched to Ning before any of this started happening this time. Um but I, I one of the reasons I I went to this is because guess what? You know, for those who cannot come uh, to the gspn.tv slash live show, uh, our page on GSPN, guess what? There's a backup page that I created on Ning, uh, on, and and it's working perfectly for people. And so we're, we're still all here, and I was able to communicate through Twitter and Facebook. Hey, if you're looking for us, here's the backup site just in case you want to get in. And uh, it, it's awesome. It's running. It's fast all the time. The other thing is I don't have to do any backups because they're doing the backups for me. 
Um, they, you know, security flaws or p- patches. I don't have to do any software updates at all. Uh, and it's extremely affordable. Now, I am paying a monthly fee. Uh, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, the value that I get from what my com- community offers uh, to myself and and what I believe I'm offering of value to each other by plugging people into some really awesome relationships through the community, it, it, it was a no-brainer. And so basically, it just works. Ning just works all the time. And the other thing that I love about Ning is guess what? I'm not worried about the technology of Ning at all. And I have set it, uh, I've scheduled a minimum of one hour, a minimum of one hour every single day, with the exception of Sunday, uh, that I will be devoted to interacting and joining and participating in the conversation that is happening in a very big way at gspncommunity.com. That's awesome. It is. It is awesome. And uh, what? Let me ask you. Uh, from the little bit of experience that you've had, tell me what are some of the groups that you have found valuable? Uh, some of the discussions that you've seen, so so people can get a feel for for what's going on over there. Okay. Well, I know that there there's a. Uh, hold on. I'm gonna. There we go. Okay. Um, there's at least. Oh, there's more in here than. Than, than when I last was in here. That's awesome. Um, there's health and fitness and accountability. There's there's even a book discussion group. There's a community um, cookbook. There's also um, show-specific discussions like there was on previous uh, community talk. Um, so like, for example, in the social media serenity space, I created a couple, I created two different discussions. One was uh, where and why do you follow or friend brands on social media? And the other was that, that privacy, where do you draw the line that we were talking about last week? That's where I had gotten some of that information. Um, so yeah, I'd love it if people would jump in there and talk about that. Cause I'm curious as to, you know, I know some people follow brands or friend them on Facebook or Twitter, you know, and, and to get good deals or, you know, what, what I just want to know what the reason is and what are they expecting to get out of that, that, uh, experience. So that's, that's one of the short discussions that you could jump in on. There's multiple others. Um, again, like all the other gspn.tv shows like business tech weekly help. I got a Mac, um, family from the heart. All of those shows have discussion sections for all the topics that have not yet come up on those shows or have already come up exactly to continue the discussion. So very cool. And I'll tell you, one of my favorite portions of, of the site, there are, two, there are two places that are my favorite. Uh, the first, my, my number one favorite is the health, fitness, and accountability section. And this is a place where um, it's unlike other discussion threads. Uh, in fact, there's a, there's a video. I created a YouTube video to explain how to use this section of the group because it's the only one that's different from everything else. Um, where instead of creating a discussion topic and then we all reply, the discussion topic is you, all right? So you put your name as the discussion topic. And what you do is in the very first post, you post a little introduction to yourself and what your goals are for yourself and your pursuit of a more balanced life, whether it be health in the fitness or you know mental, spiritual, you know whatever, whatever goals and desires you have to... To, to live a more healthy life and to be, you know, if you want some encouragement and accountability along the way. And the idea is that 
on either on a weekly basis, a daily basis, or, you know, every couple of weeks you come in and you just update some, you know, it's like, hey, you know, it's been a while. Let me share with you what I've accomplished or what I, you know, where I've fallen short and stuff like that. And then people can actually see your your update and they can reply with some encouraging words or it, it's just really cool. And of course, if you go to uh, gspncommunity.com, yeah, gspncommunity.com and click on health, fitness, and accountability, you'll see the the group listed uh, go check it out, especially check out the video. Um, people's lives are being changed as a result of it. And of course, this is this is something that is carried over from our old forum and uh, is uh, is getting, uh, you know, it's getting a breath of new life. And I'm, I'm really excited about it. And of course, I will tell you right now, this is the result of me. Get this, Eric. I've lost five pounds in the last seven days as a result of this group. That's awesome. Five pounds, one week. So well, not to outdo you, but in the since this month has started, I lost ten. Sweet. So, congratulations. Back on track. Back on track. Which, by the way, I noticed I don't see an Eric Fisher in this forum. I'm just yeah, kidding. I, I, hey, like I said, time. <laughs> I know. Was time. No, I no. I'm just kidding. But yeah, and of course, the, the I, I said there was another one that I'm really interested in. This this the book discussion group. You know, I, I'm I'm actually starting. Definitely. I am reading. So much more, and I'm really getting a lot out of the discussion of people sharing what they're reading, and uh, you know, there's a great discussion about ebook readers going back and forth. Uh, I, I'm just, you guys, just check, go and check that out. And obviously, you want to check out and join the uh, social media Serenity group. Uh, but of course, uh, we probably should tell people what it takes to get into this community because yeah. it is for GSPN.TV Plus members only. But we have some announcements to make. So uh, a couple big things. Uh, and and this this is the point where I'm going to share all of this with you. It's probably going to take about five to seven minutes uh, total. Uh, but just understand this. This will be the only time. Well, if you hear some of our other shows, you're going to hear this maybe a couple times. But um, we're, n- we're not going to share it like this in future episodes. But here's the situation. Uh, whether, you know, the, as far as the um, as far as the future of our content goes you guys know that in the past since 2008 uh, a lot of our shows and social media serenity is one of them has been a show where uh if you found us in itunes you're probably getting somewhere between one to two episodes per month for free on the free feed however uh we've had this thing called plus membership where if you pay ten dollars a month you get an episode every single week of of this podcast and you get an episode of every single week of all of our other shows. Uh, so uh, that's what we had been promoting as the main benefit of Plus Membership. Now, another benefit of Plus Membership, of course, is that you are supporting the content that we create here and the community, the, the focus on the community that we have. And, of course, that's what's made it possible for myself and Stephanie to organize and put all this t- together and to bring Eric and, and other co-hosts on board to, to put all the, you know, to do this. Uh, so, but we hadn't really been promoting that. We'd just been promoting that plus membership. The main benefit is that you get access to all the content. Well, um, I'm here to tell you right now, effective immediately, every single episode of social media serenity from this point forward, from January, 2011 onward will be free every week to the entire world. Nothing asked whatsoever. And so um, basically, uh, we want to let you know that. The other thing is, is if you're an existing GSPN.TV Plus member, we do want to beg of you to please head over to GSPN.TV slash plus, 
do us a favor and please read that. I know there's a lot there, but there's there's a lot to announce. Uh, we're hoping and praying that we don't lose all of our plus member support, uh, the the ten dollars a month that's been coming in. And in fact, moving forward, uh, the idea was to give some additional benefits to plus members, such as this brand new enriched uh, online community site at gspncommunity.com. Uh, the Community Voice podcast is back. It started back last week. It'll be here every week now. Uh, we're going to have conference calls, a big conference call coming up on January 29th. Information about that can be found at gspncommunity.com. It's on the right-hand side under the picture of the members. You'll see where it says events. You want to check out the uh, the community conference call that's coming up uh, where we'll be. Uh, you can call in by phone or Skype. And uh, we're going to talk as a community, just an open call uh, for people to talk about their goals and plans for 2011. We'll be doing a call like that every month. The topic will be different each month. Uh, and so we're excited about that. And not only that, but um, you know, we're we're also, Plus members still have the added benefit of being able to get the archives of all the shows going back to 2005, which is you know well over 2,400 episodes at this point. Um, here's the deal, though. Um, the suggested donation, uh, or contribution, I should say, I don't like the word donation because, uh, I, I wanted to, I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't like the word donation for the, what we're doing. Uh, but the suggested contribution is still $10 per month. However, moving forward, uh, you can actually contribute, you can sign up for a subscription, uh, to contribute more than $10 a month if you like. And there are two options that are less than $10 a month. And... You can also, if you want, be uh, you can contribute a one-time contribution of any size amount, a minimum of one dollar. And and here's the here's the kicker. Uh, sure, you need to be a plus member to sign up for gspncommunity.com. And technically speaking, and we hope that not everybody takes advantage of this. Technically speaking, though, and if you're in a very tight financial situation, we won't judge you any in any way at all. But technically speaking. You could make a one-time donation of one dollar, never donate or make a contribution ever again. And here's the deal: you will become a plus member, and you're a plus member for life. From that, from this point forward. And the other good news is, if you've been a plus member in the past, you are automatically still a plus member and plus member for life. Even if it was like two years ago, you contributed, you you had a subscription for ten dollars a month for you know, for three months and then you had to stop because you lost your job or something like that. You are a plus member today. You have full benefits. Please join the community at gspncommunity.com. There's more information over at gspn.tv slash plus, but uh, very big information. The big thing here, of course, is that I definitely wanted to uh, give all the content that we produce on a weekly basis to benefit everybody uh, so so that there's not that barrier in the way. And also, our, our desire in our heart is for people to really get plugged into the community and benefit from the relationships that uh, are out there. So there That's you awesome. go. And, and if I can, I would want to say, even if there isn't, I don't think there is, but even if there was a worst case scenario, the worst case scenario would be that somebody would just pay a dollar and then get free access to everything and they're just going to love what they get so much. They're, they're going to want to give back more from what they got out of it than just the dollar. Yeah. And, and, and even if, even if giving back for them isn't something that's financially possible for them for the, exactly. for the next year, two years or even 10 years, 
Um, there's no doubt in my mind if they get plugged into the community, they're going to give back in some way. They're going to provide yeah. value in some way. It just generates so much goodwill. I think so. So, and and I want to go on record to just to brag up, not on myself, but on you that I just still believe so much in what you guys are doing that even with this change, because I'm able to financially, I am still going to consistently do my annual renewal. Very awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And hey, we, you know, to wrap things up uh, on another end, I just want to share one bit of uh, feedback. If you wouldn't mind, Eric, in the show notes, will you read what 99th Ave Vintage wrote as a comment on one of our recent um, uh, show notes? Okay. And I will try not to read this in a weird voice because the initial sentence makes it sound like that. It says, oh my gosh, Cliff, I was listening to an older podcast of Social Media Serenity where you mentioned searching for keywords on Twitter that related to my business for people that I can follow. I did this last weekend and just got a sale on my Etsy shop from someone that I directly found and followed on Twitter. How exciting. Thank you for a great podcast and I look forward to learning a lot more from you. Awesome. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you had been able to convert a a social media search on Twitter into an actual physical product sale on your business site. And uh, and hopefully it'll be just the beginning for you. And uh, the one thing I will say, and, and this is, you know, this is a very fitting message here for social media serenity is, is make sure that you consider balance in your approach to, to, you know, using social media for, for... For business purposes, but uh, th- definitely. there's there's definitely a whole lot more that you're you can accomplish in that area. Well, Eric, it has been another big show this week, and of course, we want to encourage people to call in on our voicemail feedback hotline at eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. Again, that phone number eight five nine seven nine five four zero six seven. Eric, where can they find you on Twitter, my friend? Twitter.com slash Eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. Awesome. And of course, we want to uh, encourage each and every one of you to head over to gspn.tv slash plus to learn more about plus membership. And until next time, we do encourage you to join the community. The community.